What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demling here with y'all, as always. And, you know, I said on, what was that, Sunday, the last podcast, that um, there would definitely be a podcast on Thursday, which there still will be, um, and there would be one prior to that, uh, maybe two prior to that, depending on uh, news that was coming that could come. And we got some news on Sunday night. The Maryland Terrapins hired a new offensive coordinator. Um, I'm told it's going to be officially announced by the Topes on Tuesday. Um, Tuesday or Wednesday is what I was told. And it is Bobby Benson going to Maryland. Uh, Bobby Benson, you know, a name that is is very renowned in the lacrosse world, in the coaching industry. Um, a longtime assistant at Hopkins, uh, 15-something years there at Hopkins as the offensive coordinator. Was let go with the rest of that Petromala staff um, back in April when uh, the university parted ways with Dave Petromala. Uh, Benson, also a 2003 Hopkins grad. Uh, you know, his first year there was that 2007 uh, national title team uh, with Paul Label and those guys. And then 2008. Um, he helped lead them back to championship weekend uh, to a national title game appearance. And then they went to the NCAA semifinals in 2015. I believe that's the year they played Maryland, if I'm not mistaken, in the uh, semifinals uh, 2015. So, and, and they won the 15 uh, and 18 Big Ten titles as well. Uh, the tournament titles, um, and I think they won one or two uh, regular season Big Ten titles um, as well. <clears throat> Obviously, since the Big Ten has come in, uh, I believe 2015 was the first year that they had it. Um, so Benson, a, a guy that's been around a long time, he's obviously familiar with the Maryland program, uh, scouting them, playing against them as a rival Every single year, <clears throat> and you know he he was at I think UMBC and then uh, somewhere else before that. So very very well um, well versed in that area, uh, well versed um, in, in Maryland, and now going to be you know going from Hopkins to Maryland as the offensive coordinator. Um, I should mention he was initially announced as the uh, director of lacrosse for Seven Flames uh, Georgia and was set to serve as an assistant. Uh, that's a club program, Seven Flames, down in the Atlanta area, and was set to serve as an assistant coach for Pace Academy, um, <clears throat> a high school down in that Atlanta area. This year, so he had already moved, was living in uh, the Atlanta area, and actually, I saw on Twitter he was, uh, you know, still down there uh, as of last night, Sunday night, 
um, was doing something with the Georgia Tech um, <clears throat> club program. Uh, I saw on Twitter there's a picture of him last night down there. Uh, he also was working with Jamie Monroe, former uh, Denver head coach, and his online coaching platform uh, that he has created. So Benson, you know, this is this is big, big news. Um, and I think the, the first thing to this the first thing you think about is okay, what he's done at Hopkins. And I believe it was like nine out of fifth, uh, nine out of the fourteen seasons he was there, they had a top fifteen offense multiple times. They had top ten offenses, and obviously you had great talent there. You have great talent at Maryland, especially this year. <clears throat> Excuse me, they return all five of the top point getters from last season, including Jared Bernhardt, who's coming back for a fifth year. This is a talent stacked program, and they are getting a very talented offensive coordinator in there to lead this offense. And, you know, this this is an offense that has only gotten progressively better under J.L. Leppard. And, I, you know, I can't see them. Um, I don't know what he'll do with this offense. I can't imagine he'll touch it too much at all um, coming in in January. Um, like this, but you no, know, whatever he does, they have the talent there to win games and you know score points, score a lot of points, win a lot of games. That is what this Maryland offense, this Maryland team, is going to do with Bobby Benson now on staff with the Terrapins. Um, you know, I, I try not to to grade hires, you know, A, B, C, D type thing, um, especially like in the moment because um, it's hot. I like grading hires more so after the fact, <clears throat> after we see the results, um, giving it the A, B, C. Um, you know, when it's initially hired, I, I kind of use the, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, love it, you know, like it, hate it type thing. Um, I love this hire. This is a, this is a fantastic hire for Maryland. And I, I can't see this. You know, I, I just mentioned, and I'll mention it again. I can't see this offense degressing. You know, they might stay the same this year, given the time he has with them, kind of stay stagnant where they've been. But I think this offense, um, especially given the talent they have, has the chance to elevate under Benson. And, you know, I mentioned they've done nothing but elevate under Leppert, who... Uh, now at Holy Cross. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out there in College Park this season with Bobby Benson now serving as the Terrapins offensive coordinator, replacing J.L. Ruppert, who's now the head coach at Holy Cross. And then, you know, the last thing I wanted to say about the, that hiring, the Benson hiring, it doesn't impact anybody else. No, it, it doesn't create a domino effect for any other D1 team. So I I think that's good. Um, I was a little surprised when I saw that announced, uh, reported. I think Inside Lacrosse had it uh, first. I you know w- w- was kind of surprised when I saw that. Um, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking 
you know, they would go get, you know, I mean, there's a litany of Maryland uh, uh, alums who are assistant coaches, who are offensive coordinators. Um, you have Bernhardt, you have Phipps. I mean, you have so many guys that have Hawes, uh, which I, I think I mentioned on the, on the, when I talked about the Maryland job, I that was the one that people mentioned to me that I just could not see happen. <clears throat> no, we, uh, you know, I, I do know that Jim Mitchell, the offensive coordinator at Princeton, uh, formerly the head coach of Bellarmine, and before that was, I think he served as both the offensive coordinator for a bit and defensive coordinator at Rutgers. Um, I know he was, before he went to Bellarmine, and then, well, he was at Providence for a hot minute, if you remember that, and then uh, wasn't even there for, what, two weeks, and then went to Princeton when to replace Pat March. Um, <clears throat> and he's done a fantastic job with that Princeton offense. And, you know, it, obviously you have a talent like Michael Sowers last season. It's hard not to – it's, it's, it's hard to do to do uh, any wrong there. But, um, he you know, he's done a great job, and he was a name that I know was associated with this job. I um, believe he was either vetted or interviewed or uh, w- w- one of those – uh, to however you want to put it, um, for this job, <clears throat> you know, that's one that, you know, when I heard it kind of outside of that Maryland tree that I thought, okay, that's interesting. Um, and that makes sense. And you no, know, I could, I, I could rock with that. And, but you no, know, Benson home run higher, uh, but a, a, a bit surprising, I think to, to a lot of people caught a lot of people off guard. Um, especially uh, considering Hopkins alum served at Hopkins until just last year as an assistant coach. And that's not to say there's been Hopkins alums who've coached at Maryland in the past. There have been. Um, There's been multiple, I believe. Um, So, you know, that's not to say that, but it is a bit surprising. And considering he had already moved to Atlanta and and was looking, you know, looked pretty set up down there, um, going back up to Maryland to take over uh, the reins of that offense uh, with the Terrapins. Now, I do want to touch on a little scheduling stuff here on the back end. And obviously we had Duke's schedule um, released today, and I'll get to that next. But I do want to talk about the Mac. Um, they've had some scheduling changes, and so I believe. So I, you initially saw the shuffling on the we, on the school websites. Um, Saint Bonaventure and Detroit Mercy and Quinnipiac had it on their websites on Saturday, and then I talked to someone at Detroit Mercy, and you know, they hadn't been made aware of any changes yet. This morning, I get I get a, a message. Yes, those those changes are are correct. Um, <clears throat> our schedule will be changed accordingly. Um, so there have been some scheduling changes within the MAC, and from what I can tell, I think this is to prohibit or prevent teams playing each other back-to-back weekends because um, 
Detroit Mosey was set to play Quinnipiac back oh St. Bonaventure back to back weekends. Quinnipiac was set to play Marist back to back weekends. The first of those two games would not count. That's the one non-conference game against the conference opponent that they're playing this year. And then you have seven con- games that count for the conference after that is how they're doing the scheduling. So all of these changes have prohibited that. So Quinnipiac will now play uh, St. Bonaventure. And Detroit Mercy will now play Marist. And then also the Manhattan-Monmouth game has been flipped from at Manhattan to at Monmouth. Um, <clears throat> and I mentioned those eight games that you're playing in the MAC. Uh, those splitting it half and half, half home, half and away. That flipping the location evened out the number of home games for those two teams. I think Canisius still lists um, who that Canisius Siena was the only week one game that had no change um, while the other two did. Well, the Manhattan Monmouth one just flipped locations, but um, Canisius is the only team that still lists five home games on the schedule. Everybody else has four home, four away. <clears throat> now let's get into a little Duke Blue Devil talk here as they've released their schedule today in a you know, pretty not too out of the ordinary Um Outside of the ACC play, where um, it, when this has been reported um, and widely known for two or three weeks now, that um, <clears throat> each ACC team will play two teams twice. So Duke will play Notre Dame and North Carolina twice. They play Syracuse, Virginia um, once. So you'll play two teams twice. So they, they as far as ACC play is concerned, they start against Syracuse at home, then they on the 27th, March 27th, and then they play April 1st versus UNC at home, and then they go on the road to Notre Dame and Virginia on the 10th and 15th. They're home against Notre Dame on the 22nd, and away at UNC on the 2nd, May 2nd. <clears throat> and also, I do want to mention there are um, a couple Thursday night games in here, and those games, if you go and you check the um, ESPN schedule online, those dates line up with an ACC Network men's college lacrosse game. Uh, and if you remember, <clears throat> excuse me, Last week, uh, not last, last year, last year, last season, um, the ACC Network around this time announced their uh, lacrosse programming for the year. Uh, the new ACC Network that came out last year, um, they had a lot of lacrosse games last season, uh, the brief season that we had, um, and they were scheduled to do, I think, actually. The next week, not the week when things got canceled, but that next week was scheduled to be the first Thursday night lacrosse game. And there was going to be ACC Network Thursday night lacrosse. That is going to happen this year. 
multiple multiple Duke games all um, going to be on that Thursday night. Um, let's see, checking the little master schedule we have up here. I think I counted three uh, Duke games that will be uh, Thursday night and lacrosse. And I should mention they also have some Sunday games as well. So, like, they play High Point um, at 7 p.m. Uh, on, on March 7th. Uh, so they do. we do have some night games this year, which I'm, I'm pretty happy about across the board. Um, so Duke, yeah, they play UNC April 1st. Uh, that's a Thursday at 7 p.m. And then the... Then when they have, yeah. On April 15th at Virginia, that is a 7 p.m. game as well. And then that next week, you have Duke at Notre Dame, or Duke versus Notre Dame. That's a 7 p.m. Thursday game. Also, so they do have three uh, Thursday games. The last game against UNC is a Sunday. Uh, so do have a couple you know, non-Saturday games in there. Um, Non-conference-wise, you know, they open against Denver on uh, February 5th. Uh, that's always an exciting game. Denver, UNC, Denver, Duke have been some of the best um, early season series that we've had over the past you know, three, five years. Um, you know, you know, UNC going to Denver, Denver going to UNC, uh, same with Duke. Like Those two Carol, uh, North Carolina schools playing Denver, it's, it's been a really good series. Uh, with, with both Duke and UNC. So I'm excited to see both of those games because they will both play Denver this season. Uh, Duke will then play Robert Morris on the 7th and then Mercer on the 13th. Uh, they are away at Towson on the 20th. They got, they got that rematch with Air Force on the 27th. If you remember, the Falcons beat Duke last year on February 1st. Uh, so we'll see if Duke gets a little payback there. I have to think they will. I don't think anyone's beating this team this year. Um, watch, watch, that'll jinx them now. Um, the, they do play at Richmond, which has been a really good game as well. Richmond actually almost beat them in the NCAA tournament um, a few years ago um, and, and played them really close. I believe it was last year, 2019 regular season. Um, and they also play High Point, as I mentioned, and they will play at Jacksonville. That Jacksonville game, I believe, is the most classic from what I've kind of the dates line up, I think. Um, Jacksonville doesn't necessarily have it on the website. But I do believe that game is probably the, the classic. I know I saw... Uh, was it Booker Corrigan had something on Twitter saying, you know, excited for the uh, Moe's Classic at, at Jacksonville. Um, and, and I think he mentioned it was uh, Duke uh, because they play that March 14th game, which is a Sunday, 1 p.m. And yeah, Moe's Classic is usually on a Sunday, or at least it was last year against Utah. So that should be the Moe's Classic, uh, Duke versus Jacksonville. We will have some more schedules coming out later this week. I know High Point is supposed to uh, is said to 
going to drop those tomorrow. Um, we have games coming up on what is it Saturday, so five days from now on Saturday, uh, January 30th. We will have games coming up. Bellarmine and Mercer and Denver and Utah. So those are the first two games of the season. Uh, some scrimmages next week as well as some real games. Uh, well, next week we'll have a scrimmage on that Monday. And then I guess two Fridays from now and two Saturdays from now uh, we'll have some games as well as two Sundays. Uh, so the the season is approaching fast. Schedules are getting dropped. Things are, are coming into the picture. Uh, lacrosse season is here, fellas. And it, you know, I, I couldn't, for one, couldn't be more excited. Um, you know, I, I, I always knew it was going to happen. I, I had no doubt at all uh, that there was going to be a season. Um, I had no doubt that we were going to have football. We had football. I had no doubt we were going to have lacrosse. We have lacrosse. Um, you know, some teams might not be able to play Ivy League, NESCAC. I know there's some things going on there. Hopefully, they do get the chance to play. Um, Hampton, we know, is not playing. Uh, the only team right now that has officially opted out of the season. But the season, as I mentioned, is coming fast, and it is coming this weekend. We will preview those two games on Thursday's podcast. Um, our first weekend preview podcast of the year. Exciting stuff going on in the world of lacrosse. As always, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and multiple other ones. Um, you can leave the five-star review on the Apple podcast, and then you can connect with us social media, at Lacrosse Bucket on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Tanner underscore Demling is my personal. The website is lacrossebucket.com. Have a great rest of the week, and we will see y'all on Thursday.